As there's a drive in a deep left field by Castellanos, it will be. Oh man, it's eight o'clock. And so that'll make it a. I don't need the spotlight. I shine just fine. Hi, I'm Karma, and yes, I am a bitch. Brav Bros. Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Brav Bros, your favorite podcast from the bros for everybody, for whoever wants to listen. I am your co-host, Steel Russell, joined, as always, by the one and only Shooter Magooter. Shoots, how are you today? I'm feeling great. You know, I feel, I feel like a changed man. I know a lot of the listeners may wonder, why did we get postponed for a couple days? Yeah, where have we been? Yeah, we usually record on Wednesday night, but... As we know, we have a stigma for vacations on this podcast. Yeah, it's we've, nice. actually, we've had, <laughs> I love that we're <laughs> anti-vacation here. <laughs> and yet we keep going on these vacations. Well, I will argue that this might be one of the best reasons to go on vacation and postpone the podcast. And I will let you announce to our listeners, why are we delayed? Why did we have to push a day? Yeah, so we got delayed because I am officially a fiance. Wow. I proposed to my girlfriend. I've been dating her for three and a half years, almost four years now. Has it been that long? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, COVID kind of COVID makes yeah, the I waters so. a little murky. Interesting. But, but yeah, three and a half years in, and uh, yeah, proposed to my girlfriend. So we needed a, an extra day or two to kind of you know get situated before I get back into my fun job, sitting here and talking to you. Well, let me be the first to say on air, congratulations. I'm I'm fucking psyched for you. I. Uh, I knew it was happening this week, so um, I tried to leave you alone while yeah. you were down the shore as much as I possibly could, but we had a ton of shit pop off in the Brav Bros world in a positive way. Um, big shout out to the Bravo chicks on Instagram, um, reposted one of our things and gave us like, I think we gained like 1,200 followers in a day. Hell yeah. Yeah, so big shout out to them. They're great. Um, they cover everything, give us a lot of... Our info as well. So um, thank you to the Bravo Chicks. And on top of that, um, we have a lot of big announcements coming up in the near future. I can't share them yet, but let's just say things are happening for the Brav Bros. Yeah, things are getting pretty exciting. And, uh, you know, one more thing on my engagement. This just means I'm locked into Bravo for the rest of my life. <laughs> that's, that's true. You yeah. married Bravo as I well. married into Bravo and couldn't be happier about it, you know? Fuck yeah. Yeah, we're here. Brav bros for life. <laughs> and you may notice um, I got dressed up for this episode. And I would argue that I may have gotten dressed up regardless, even if I didn't have something to do after this, yeah. just because I felt outshone last week. Every time I cut a clip together, I was like, fuck, I'm like, I look like a bum and you're like decked out. It's funny because I really didn't think it was going to be like a thing. And then I looked at the comments and they're like, wow. Shoots really got decked out for this yeah. one. Like, not only did they call me Shoots, which is funny because a lot of people call me that like in our circle. You didn't know that commenter? No. Who was that? Oh, I don't know. Oh, I thought, no. I had no idea. I thought they were like a friend of yours. Well, you know what it is? Like on TikTok, a lot of times people don't really make a TikTok like a whole profile if they're not going to post anything. They just want to look at videos. So it was like user seven ones, whatever said that and i was like nice i really hope they don't know you and just organically called you shoots because we all call shoot shoots shoots see? all there the time go. yeah see i almost did it there yeah um oh interesting if that person hears this send us a dm and let us know if you actually know shooter because yeah, i, I want to know yeah um, but, but yeah i mean i uh i've been up since 7 30 you know i packed the whole house cleaned the whole house and came all the way back here unpacked but i'm ready to roll 
Are you ready? I'm here. You locked in? Not only that, I watched, and people may frown upon this. Well, my girlfriend was with me, but fiance was with me. Yeah, Jesus. you got to get used to saying that. And we watched two episodes of Southern Charm on the way back. That's commitment. Just to, you know. And unsafe. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't really watching. It was mostly like listening and glancing down. We were in a lot of traffic, so there was a lot of. A lot of standstill a lot going of stop on there, and go, if you will. Yeah, so no better way to spend my ride home than, especially stuck in traffic, than watch a little Southern Charm with your fiance. With my fiance. Yeah, keep saying it. Get used to it. I know we do. We do have to get used to that. Well, let's dive right in. We got, um, you know, the Beverly Hills Housewives took a week off. I don't know if that is because of all the shit that was happening. I think it was because of my engagement. I would like to think that's the reason as well. They wanted to give me some you. time. Because yeah. <laughs> when I saw that there was no episode, I was like, there's some sort of godsend going on here. You know, it was a very, yeah, very timely off week for them because it allowed us to kind of push this without really messing up our schedules. Yeah. Um, but let's, let's talk about it. So on Garcelle's son's Instagram page, there was countless just awful, awful comments to a 14-year-old kid, they were racial in nature, they were degrading, they were, I mean, profanity-laced. Like, they were just disgusting. I mean, they really were. It was, it was genuinely tough to read some of them. Like, mm -hmm. And the fact that, what's rule number three? What's the Bravo rule number three? Leave the kids out of it. Leave the kids out of it. I even saw that exact motto or, I guess, phrase verbatim by Bravo on Twitter, on Instagram. Yeah. Leave the kids out of it. And, and we've been saying it forever. I don't understand where it comes from. And when Garcelle posted, you know, this is from Jax. And it was you know, a very well-written, just like addressing the whole thing. Mm -hmm. And in there, he said, these middle-aged women coming after me. And like, that's honestly what I thought, too. I was like, who, who gets this worked up about anything? It's really like sports fans that come after people's kids and they come after people's wives. And it's like, just enough. Just enjoy it or don't. Don't do this and bring yourself to another level. And that's, I mean, that's why the internet gets to be a, such a scary place. It's yeah, so disgusting. it's a shit show. And like, I appreciated that multiple housewives came out from all across the franchises. And they commented on the fact, like, this is a television program. We are paid to entertain you on TV, period. Yep. They even addressed like, yeah, it gets outrageous. Yeah, we go over the top. Sure. But that is for your entertainment for an hour on television. You start to, you know, toe that line of reality TV and real life, and you feel the need to get involved in their real lives to the point that you're degrading their child. Like, this is a 14-year-old who is about to start high school as a freshman, and this is how he's going to remember his freshman year. Yep. Like, freshman year is tough enough, let's be real. Like, a 14-year-old, yeah. especially today, I can't imagine growing up with fucking social media the way it is. Like... You have to be worried about getting shit on by people in your class on social mm -hmm. media. Now you have to worry about people all over the country saying hurtful, racist things on your Instagram account. Like, that's fucking insane to me that anybody... I cannot imagine watching a television show, any TV show, and then going on that person's account, their real actual account, finding their family members, and then proceeding to shit on them. Like, that, it, it just, in my head does not make sense who the yeah, fuck that's would like, do that. It's a different level of crazy that I, for one, I'm happy that I can't even put my mind uh, into yeah. that kind of state because if I can do that, then that means I'm a lot closer to that than I really would like to be. And I can't. So like, 
I mean, that makes me more steps away from that craziness that shouldn't really exist. And honestly, when things like this happen, I'm going to, it's going to be a little playful, but I start to think, you know, maybe Thanos was right. Like just <laughs> half of the people, I, a lot, there's so many people out there that just don't really like, they shouldn't be around. Like they shouldn't have access to the internet. They shouldn't have access to really anything. It's just like, come on, like think about it. What the fuck are you doing? Yeah, if you can take the time out of your day to go after a 14-year-old kid who's done nothing wrong, and he's already been berated on national television by Erica. Yeah, and I didn't, and here's the thing. I, I mean, I'll, I'll kind of pull back on it a little bit, but yeah, Erica had that moment. But when Erica then puts out a statement and people are like, well, Erica, like just a couple of weeks ago, I watched you say, you know, get the fuck out of here to her. That's a little different. That's like, whoa, whoa. That let me, yeah. That's way different. That but the people the that same. then like liken those two things together, that's not fair to Erica. I agree. Not, she did dig herself a hole a little bit later, but that's not really fair to her. Like she was drunk and this, and I'm not making an excuse for her behavior. It was bad behavior. No, but you could but argue that's that that's not what this was. No. This was terrible, disgusting behavior on the fucking internet, where you can just kind of like you know put a mask on and nobody knows who you are. Exactly. And I, I, to your point, like Erica, you could argue was attempting to be playful and it came off the wrong way. Yeah. Like there's different ways to look at that. Like depending on what your perspective mm -hmm. is, whereas the comments on Jax's Instagram, you, you can take them one way and one way only. And that yep. is horrible. And it leads to the question. People are now claiming that these are bots. They are not real people. Somebody paid. Now I'm not, and I might be dating myself here. I'm not 100% sure what a bot is. I'm assuming oh. it's a, like a computer-generated comment. It, yeah, it's a computer-generated right? account, and then it'll comment whatever you want on it, and you can just kind of spam these comments out there. So bots usually refer to, if you click on any popular page, whether it's you know, from Barstool to ESPN to Bravo TV even, you'll see like the first 15 are like, Come check out my OnlyFans. Yeah, no, and no, it's like I know shit like that. that. That's a bot. Yeah, but so are those comments written by real people and then spammed out? Pretty via much, bots? yeah. Okay. It's like an AI type of thing where Got you can it. put out. This is the phrase that I'm looking for. They'll twist it around a little bit and just and spam the hell out of it. I don't understand why. Who the hell has a vendetta this strong against Garcelle to do something like this? It's kind of disgusting. And the guy who pointed out the bots was a guy that we talked about. Who I'm not sure if he's real. But we talked about him a couple of weeks ago during the Rinna Kathy Hilton thing. He, his name's Patrick Summers, we think. And he's the guy who started the rumor about Kathy and Rinna having a falling out, which we'll see play out in the next couple of weeks from Aspen. But he's the guy who was kind of the face of that whole fallout and rumor situation. And now he's back with this saying it could just be all bots. Nobody said that it was bots except for this guy. And then the internet ran with it. Garcelle never said it. Everybody's just addressing it like it's real people out there doing this, and it probably is. I 100% I believe this is real people, and mm -hmm. I think that if it is bot-driven, then somebody within the group started this shit. Like, whether it be Diana, some oh, people man. are pointing fingers at Erica. I don't think it was Erica. I do think that it was Diana. I think Diana's behind this whole fucking thing, and I will say that proudly on the air wow yeah I, you I, heard it here first you heard it here first i don't think I'm, i feel that strongly about it i'm not going to make a statement like that but i support you i just look i'll do it i just i think that her reaction to the whole thing has been deplorable like mm -hmm. she tried to defend herself via an article that she wrote like 12 years ago yep and her whole fallback is like i've been a humanitarian forever like i care about people blah 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 it's like that's not the fucking point like we've already seen 
a controversial comment from her where she talked about somebody running a a black humor page where she said, you know, a negative comment that she claims was not racial in nature, but it, it seems to anybody reading it that it was. And yep. now on top of that, you have all this shit coming out and the fingers are being pointed in that direction. And your defense is an old article from 12 fucking years ago. That's supposed to vindicate you from all of this shit. No. And I think, I mean, I'll say this loud and proud. I think Diana is a piece of shit. And I think that she uses all of these charities and fundraisers that she does as a sort of guise for, well, I do all of this stuff so I can do the deplorable things that I probably do behind closed doors and feel better about myself, or at least to have people think that I'm in a better image. And I don't now I don't know if she's behind this specifically. Mm-hmm. You may be onto something, and if it does come out like that, then we're the Nostradamus again. With a Nostradamus, we may have to strike change again. the name of the podcast. The Nostradamus. We keep calling these things out, and then a couple weeks later, boom, it comes out to be true. And it's funny because, kind of moving into like the next direction, and we can talk about this with Rinna addressing all of the fans. I, my fiance thinks nice. that Rinna heard what we said on last week's episode, where I specifically called her crybaby and said that she's using her grief as a crutch. She said, we're not, I'm not being a crybaby and I am not using my grief as a crutch. She said, she said it almost verbatim. Did she really? I didn't yeah. see that. And when she was addressing people, giving her shit for like the way that she acted towards Sutton, which was again, bad and nobody wanted to see it. I think she saw that and she got a little offended and I wouldn't put it past Lisa Renna to be watching. Now, I don't think that we're, you know, the biggest podcast, but no, we're growing but and we're, no we, we're, there's some the stirring going on here and, you know, we might be popping off a little bit. I wouldn't put it past her to find someone with like, you know, a little bit lower down on the totem pole on the podcast chain, watch us, and then take offense to it and talk about it. Look, you might be onto something, and I'll back that up with a little evidence. Like Craig actually gave us a shout out on the Net Chicks podcast. Um, he didn't call us out by name, but he said there's two guys, these two married dudes that are like trying to recap Bravo, and like now they're avid uh, watchers, and it's really awesome. And they're the Net Chicks, like, oh my god, that's hysterical. Like, who are these guys? Um, so some Bravo people, Bravo lebs, if you will, have taken notice. They have seen our shit a little bit. So is it out of the realm of possibility? Absolutely not. Do I think that she saw our thing? No, I don't. But I would like to think so. I would like to think that we are the reason that she said what she said. Yeah. I don't know if we're there yet, but I just wouldn't put it past Rinna to know Everything that's going on. No, I wouldn't either. Anyone who might be talking shit in every corner of the world. I wouldn't be shocked if she had a team of people that just like scour the internet for mean things so that she can reply on Instagram. And she even came out and said like, you know, I've been meaner in the past and blah, blah, blah. And maybe so. Maybe some of her actions in the past have been meaner than they are now. But the premise was different. Like her her angle was different. It seems like she's just trying to be very mean period. Like it's mean spirited and not in a fun way versus in the past. It was, it seemed pettier and just kind of like, Oh, that's kind of funny that you would get up in arms about that. And like, I think that she honestly, like she's an actor first and foremost. And I think that she views Beverly Hills as her greatest performance. I, uh, I think you hit it right on the head. Yeah. I don't think you can say it any better than that. No. And it's, I think it's showing through more this year. It's more obvious. And I, it's really not helping her. Like, she's, yeah. she's floundering. Ramona Singer is allegedly out at Roni. 
we're also getting a Roni Legacy cast, which consists of a lot of heavy hitters from back in the day. And Roni itself is getting an all-new cast. We're getting like two New York Housewives shows. How do we feel about that? Are you I don't excited? Know. Hesitant. That's a good way to put it. I think the Legacy thing could be interesting. Now, did they announce the cast for that yet? Yes, they did. Okay. So that could be interesting because I like some of the women that they had on there or at least on the list for potential, which I'll, I'll wait until you have the actual list. Yeah, I'm pulling it up. Um, they probably haven't been on screen for a little while. So as we saw with Ultimate Girls Trip, the girls who haven't been on screen for a while, it takes them a little while to shake off the dust, figure it out. They're trying to create storylines, so that might be a little annoying at first. Mm-hmm. Um, now, the thing with Roni, a whole new cast is dangerous, I would say. But New York is a good spot, and I've always felt like that it, it's a good city. It should be. It should be at the a forefront. Good show, yeah, yeah, it should be one of the top ones for sure. So I, I hope that we get a good mix. Now it's going to depend on the relationships and everything. I guess yeah, I'm excited about the new cast for New York because I want it to do well. The legacy thing, I'm a little hesitant towards. So here's the here's the lineup. We got batting leadoff Dorinda Medley. Second, we got Jill Zarin hitting third. We got Tinsley Mortimer. Cleanup is uh, Sonia Morgan. Number five, Luann De La Seps. And rounding it off, we got Kelly Ben Simmon. Yeah, I'm, I'm out on that, I think. It's going to be a tough sell, I think. There's yeah. a lot of really big personalities. There's a lot of um, unnecessary, not fun drama that can get started. I mean, we are bringing back. That means two of our Ultimate Girls have been brought back. Um, Dorinda and Jill Zarin. I can't believe Jill got invited back. In kind of a fake way, though. Like it's not, not a really. Real, it's not a real housewife franchise. It literally has real housewife in the name. Yeah, but it's like a B team. It's like, it all right, we, we're not, but you're, not, you're not on the market. You're not on the flagship New York show anymore. No, but Here's like. Here's a secondary like, show that will give you. I want to see what the time slot for this uh, thing is. Yeah, like, that, that'll play. But at the same time, like, you got to argue. I would love to compare numbers when these two shows air mm-hmm. on how Roni does against Roni Legacy. I think that in the beginning, and it may round out, but I think in the beginning, Legacy is going to get more views because they know the ladies, period. I think they're going to see yeah. how episode one goes. And then I think the new Roni might take a little bit more time to like, garner traction. It might. I, I hope it does. Like, yeah. I really hope it does. I think that Legacy's got two episodes to make a name for itself, and then it fizzles out if it doesn't do it. I think Legacy's the first. Like the first two episodes are just going to be more of the same. And the people that stopped watching Roni in the first place, either they're not going to watch that or they're going to get tired after the first episode and just cut back off. I'm really curious to see because I think that it also is going to paint a picture of just what the future of Real Housewives looks like. Like if For the this, new Roni cast, you mean? Yeah, yeah. I think that's going to tell you, like, once our OG casts kind of start to fizzle out, are these shows reproducible? Can mm-hmm. you do it again with new ladies being presented? entirely organically and i don't know if that formula can be redone we talked about it before where things stop being genuine and generic like it starts to become scripted and more than i understand like yeah these shows are scripted to a certain extent and yeah they obviously play themselves up but with the newer ones we're seeing some very obvious moments where it's like i'm going to try to make an iconic line right here i'm going to try to be remembered for this one Mm -hmm. And I think that we run the risk of that. So between that and Girlfriends of Paris, like those two are really going to paint a picture of what the future of Bravo looks like. And for our sake, like we need Bravo to keep doing well. So 
for content purposes, let's hope and pray that these two actually do well. Yeah. I hope all three do. I hope Legacy, I hope all the women that are on that have had the time to look back on why they were put on pause, why they were fired, and like address those. Like I think that's one thing we'll get out of the Ultimate Girls trip that you don't care about is that Dorinda had to have seen a lot of the backlash that came from it and what people didn't like to see, and maybe she's worked on that. And I think that all the other housewives might have done the same thing. Look that's assuming on... that they have any level of self-awareness. Right, which is a very big ask. I can I see Luann probably having... I think Luann does. Dorinda, because... Jill, I just Sonia, I just well, don't Jill see Jill doesn't it. need to do anything different. She just needs to do something. Yeah, she I just don't do see anything. them having any self-awareness I to think... be like, all right, I need to change this and this. No, this is what I've been doing for years. This is going to work. Like, no, it doesn't work anymore. That's this audience doesn't want to see it. Perfect way to put it because mm -hmm. they're going to have to come on screen and just be who they are now. Yep. Stop trying to call back to when people liked you or when people thought you were popular. You mm -hmm. have to be the person that you are now for people to connect to you in a new way because they're out on that shit from before. It's not fun. You can't live off of a one liner from 10 fucking years ago. Like, I think a lot ways on these new franchises and For I'm, sure. I'm excited and like you said very well i'm hesitant i now i will say i like i said i'm excited for the new new york cast because they need the new blood mm -hmm. and i'm actually i think i've talked myself into getting excited for girlfriends in paris because paris is kind of cool it's a it's a new concept it's i, I not think a that's the first thing. time in the history of paris that, that someone has described it. Yeah, Paris is kind of cool. Kind of cool. <laughs> cool. Paris it's, is neat. Well, I'll, I'll do it this way. It's, it's kind of cool in all the ways that Dubai is not that cool. I think I actually understand what you're saying. So it has, you know, it has history, and you're allowed to do shit there. We're going to see Whereas, some public outbursts. Yeah, like Dubai, it's like, I don't know, we got to put this under wraps so really you don't quickly. Get fucking arrested. Unless we're in somebody's private residence. Like, we, we, knew, we knew that Dubai was going to lose its luster yep. after a couple episodes, and, and it, it lost did. It, yeah. I don't think that Paris is because I think much like New York, much like LA, like it's kind of cool to see them go to these different places and they can still have the drama. So I, I actually think I talked myself into girlfriends in Paris and I don't really even know what it's going to be about. I don't really either. I think it's going to be about girlfriends in Paris. I don't know what that means. <laughs> Are there boyfriends? Well, Are I there think, other girlfriends? See, this is why I think that that show has got a better chance than the other shows yeah. because I think it's going to relate more with, this generation of viewer and mm -hmm. that's what we're going to see bravo start to shift towards like younger generations of viewers because they need to get new blood in here so that's what here we're here for i know we're yeah, we're perfect for us they hired us to do this <laughs> <laughs> um but no seriously like it's bringing it to a level where people our age and younger are going to be able to relate to it because they're probably going to be on fucking tinder they're going to be on all that stuff like the yep. online dating trying to find dates and to see them out and about in the Paris dating scene and at these cool Paris cafes, you could go to a good restaurant in Paris every episode. And I won't give a fuck if the episode's good or not, because I'll be so entranced by the food that's coming out. Well, unless they're stacking pounds of caviar on a baked potato. Well, that's, uh, I'm talking specifically in Paris and that's French Kathy cooking. Said they do. Oh, there's no way that that happens <laughs> elsewhere other than Kathy Hilton's house. But yeah, I'm, I'm cautiously optimistic. Let's yeah, say that. I like that. I'm there. Then the last thing I wanted to touch on before we um, go down to Charleston together, um, virtually. <laughs> <laughs> before we get charmed. Before we get charmed. Um, Tommy Schwa or Tom Schwartz of Vanderpump 
allegedly hooked up with Raquel at Sheener's wedding. I don't know how big of a Vanderpump guy you are. I know, like, I wasn't a big Southern Charm guy till this year. So, do you? How, what's your knowledge of Vanderpump? Are you deep in it? Do you see, like, with me? I know who everybody is, mm-hmm. but I think that you know the inner workings of the backstories and everybody's kind of relationship from here. Yeah. So I'll let you, I'll, I'll ask you this question. Do you like that? If for the potential dating between the two, would you support that? Do you like that? Would you like to see that on TV and let that play out? And obviously with the associated drama that could come around with it. Do you want to see that or are you just kind of happy that this happened and you don't necessarily want to see that? All right. So I have a lot of thoughts because okay. Vanderpump is my OG first love yeah. of Bravo. First and foremost, it makes complete sense to me. These two are very likened in nature. They have similar personalities. They're kind of go with the flow. Uh, they're not going to rock the boat. Tom's a little shadier than Raquel is. Like she's pretty upfront about most things and She's socially awkward a little bit, but she's really intelligent. And like you can tell on her like behind the scenes and stuff where she's not in front of the group. Like she's a smart girl and I really like Raquel. Tom is just like lovable in nature. Like even when he does stupid shit, like everyone forgives him because he's Tom. And like he just has this like puppy dog thing about him where it's hard to stay pissed at him. So them together, it's like two very gentle souls. So it like makes sense. From a show standpoint, like, fuck yeah, give me all of this because it's going to cause a lot of strain in the group. Like, Kate and Schwartz just got divorced. And now at Sheena's wedding, they're hooking up. You also have to bring James Kennedy into the mix. And, like, James does not have a good temper. And he is very, very reactive. So... Is he still sober? I believe so. Okay. I think he's Cali sober. Okay. Um... I'm excited to see all of that fallout and like the behind the scenes stuff with that only because it's going to make me feel like we're back in the early days of Vanderpump because this group used to be very incestuous, if you want to, for lack of a better term. Yeah. You got Kristen Doty who hooked up with Jax while he was dating Stassi and like all these people have kind of been intertwined in some way, shape or form. And we've kind of gotten away from that because everyone's getting older and like they're settling down, they're having kids. So this might kind of like ignite some of that freshness back into it Mm -hmm. like the reasons that we all fell in love with Vanderpump to see everyone's reactions to see the fallout to see how this kind of grows and as a Vanderpump fan for life like yeah I'm fucking stoked to see this and honestly if they dated dated like feelings aside of the rest of the group like it yeah it totally makes sense to me and I could definitely see them kind of like going the whole way Mm -hmm. but I'm fucking so pumped to watch it like well i assume that the show will have at least some of the wedding on it right oh it has they're gonna have to yeah without a doubt i saw a clip of some dude standing knee deep in a pool with a camera (laughs) um it's commitment i like that it is the camera crew for bravo doesn't fuck around like he was knee deep in a swimming pool just so he could get like an upward shot of sheena and her child and i think that was like either pre or post wedding like within the same two or three days so it's funny when you say that i think of like when uh, Discovery Channel did like Planet Earth and it was I had my camera out for two weeks just trying <laughs> to get this perfect shot or I was a scuba diver and I was down there for an hour and a half pushing the limits just trying to get this whale that would come by once you think this guy was just standing in the pool alone yeah, waiting that, for it to walk you know by. what I think those National Geographic cameramen maybe they retire to Bravo they have these good shots and you know 
it's just the way of life. Well, I would love if that's true. I, I, <laughs> I can't imagine it is, but. But that takes us into Southern Charm, and for the lack of Rob Huh this week, we're just going to bang out two Southern Charm episodes, and they're going to kind of mesh into one. So if we don't, you know, firmly say when we're in episode two, just, you know, you know which you episode know what two. You doing. know what we're doing, yeah. right? Don't cause a ruckus. <laughs> um, but this, these past two weeks of Southern Charm, I thoroughly enjoyed for one very specific reason, and I want to ask you if you feel similar. So for all of our listeners, me and Shooter went to high school together, and we have a big group of friends, and we are all still in touch. We all still hang out. We all still go on trips together constantly. We haven't been in a while. Um, I actually think I've been talking to Georgie about a little Point of Woods trip for my birthday, so stay tuned there. But while I was watching this trip unfold, I could not help but think, like, that's us. That's there's a lot of that things is really happening funny, here. That's I, our friend. Group. The thought definitely crossed my mind, and, and as I said, I watched this while driving back from the shore and yeah when i think it was when craig austin shep are all talking none of them are agreeing and then you have somebody else chiming in. i think it was whitney was chiming in which should never chime in no god i I don't know where where he was but then the girls were all kind of sticking up for each other and then also like kind of like quarreling over here about the guy it's yeah i I would say that the thought crossed my mind like (laughs) this is our group of friends this makes sense dev text to me was like have you seen this week's episode of Southern Charm? She texted me last week. I was like, no, not yet. I'm about to watch it in like the next day or two. She's like, it's us. It's like, it's our friends. It's us and all of our friends. And that it's fucking really hysterical. And I was like, that's, you know, there's been some drama filled trips and yeah, I love them all to death, but let's get into it. Um, we're going to Alderbras, right? Aldbras? Aldbras. A-U-L-D-B-R-A-S-S. And it's a, uh, I just want to say a, uh, Francis Lloyd Webber house, but it's Jesus. <laughs> what is it? Uh, Frank Lloyd Wright. Frank Lloyd Wright house, as if anybody there gives a shit. Francis Scott Key. Are we just gonna name three named yeah. people with F in the F front? Scott Fitzgerald. Hey, nice. I wonder yeah. if I can do another one. Um, hmm. Franklin Delano Roosevelt. Yeah, Jennifer Love Hewitt. But there you go. No, I'm sorry. It's F names. Yeah, I was just going completely off the beaten path. Yeah, maybe we'll make this a constant bit. (laughs) But anyway, yeah. So we 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 sort of have the aftermath of the dog wedding, which is really funny because everybody's hungover. Oh my God, Naomi couldn't get off the couch to answer the door. And it's it's just uh, my fiance even said every time that they go to Patricia's house for a party, they just all get wasted. And they wake up the next day and they're super hungover. And a dog wedding is no exception to that. So, yeah, they all wake up hungover. Naomi can't even answer the door. But to your point, or to Naomi's point, actually, Lev is ringing the doorbell and ringing the doorbell. And the door is only about, like, 20 feet away. And oh, she dude. yells, just come in. And she doesn't come in. Do you think that's a respect thing? Like, no, it's your house. I'm respecting your house. Or do you think it's, it's a southern hospitality you? thing? I it could no be. That, honestly, that kind of grinds my gears because it drives me nuts when I'm on my couch and like someone comes over and they're knocking on the door first yeah. of all because Louie loses his fucking mind he's barking like crazy and then I'm like come in come in and they I would say the majority of the time people don't come in like I have to go to the door like yeah. obviously you come in but it's like a open door policy here yeah I sneak in the back door yeah <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I felt for her there, especially like if you're in the throes of a really bad hangover and you're like, you found that spot on the couch where you're like, yep. I'm staying right here. 
and you have to get up just to open the door. Like, oh, brutal. No, thank you. But they start chit chatting. And obviously, I'd heard about it before the episode. But she says one thing that I never thought I'd ever hear in my whole life that she hooked up with Whitney. Well, not only that, it was funny because Austin was calling Leva and Leva put Austin on speakerphone. Let him know Naomi's right here. So obviously, you know, don't talk shit. And the whole time you hear Austin in the background, I keep forgetting that because he's not really there. He's on the phone. Yep. So Naomi tells Leva, I, you know, I hooked up with Whitney last night. Like, I, did he spend, he spent the night at her house, I think, right? Oh, is that what happened? I don't know. Yeah, I think he spent the night at her house. But they like cuddled and shit. Yeah. And the whole time, like, you hear Austin in the background just cackling, like laughing. And then you go to his confessional and he's talking about how he imagines Whitney saying baby, like after everything in like a very weird way. And I could see it too. Like, it's just so funny and so awkward to imagine. I love Whitney that. in that situation. I thank you for pointing that out because I forgot about that. Yeah. That is 100%. Like, Austin nailed it. He yeah. fucking nailed it because with like the baby, like, you know that he was saying mm-hmm. weird shit like that and probably like stroking the hair behind her ear, but not in like a cute way, but in like a creepy way. And like, I, ugh, I don't know. Like, first, it gave me like the heebie jeebies yeah. because he creeps me the fuck out. And then, second, I was just flummoxed. I was on the floor. I don't get it. I cannot for the, is this like her way, the ultimate fuck you to Craig? I think what it was is, after Craig and Naomi had that one-on-one, and he said, your life doesn't affect me. Nothing you do affects me in my life anymore. Oh, it's a challenge. She went, <laughs> yeah, she literally, it is a challenge. Like, what can I do that would just throw him completely off? I'm going to hook up with Whitney. That's Because there's no attraction there, I guess, right? Like, there cannot Leva be. even said, like, did you think he was hot? Like, what, like, tell me about it. And she didn't really answer any of the questions. No, Vanita even says, like, you're creme de la creme, Naomi. And she is, like, Naomi's gorgeous. Yeah. And, like, Whitney is a scrub. The dude sucks. Yeah. He looks like he doesn't shower. If I had to hear him say elevated one more time. Oh, my God. Everything that they were doing, like, you can't I figured do we could egg- do something a little more elevated. Like, maybe not, like, throw eggs. We can go play tennis. Like, fuck you, Whitney. Just because you're born into money does not mean you have class or elegance or that you're an elevated human being. I would argue that he is, like, the least elevated in the group. He doesn't dress well. He doesn't take care of himself. He always looks sloppy. Like, it's not... There's some people that are, like, uber wealthy that can get away with, like, the kind of shoddy look where they're, mm-hmm. you know, they look a little rough, but it's, like, almost captivating in a way because yeah. you're like, oh, like, it's just, like, a vibe. He's not that guy. Yeah. He just looks like a sloppy human being. And for him to say that I can't have an egg toss because it's not elevated, like, why aren't we on the tennis courts? Like, then go play tennis. Go hit the ball against the wall, you douchebag. Like... Leave us alone. <laughs> Who's too cool for a fucking egg toss? It I don't get it. Here's the thing is, it wasn't even his house. It's not like his compound or his farm or whatever the fuck he wants to call it. It was his friend. His buddy bought it and like refurbished it and saved it from getting yeah, demolished. It was gorgeous and awesome. And they have like staff to help you with everything. Yeah. It, and I that's mean, great. And, and, he, like, and, and again, it's good for the show. Sure. Like, let's have everybody out there. Like, do you mind? And the guy didn't care. But to then, and I, I looked at Colleen and I was like, he... I can't imagine him being a host for anything. He would be the worst host possible because he's going to judge you on the things that you want to do. And his plan would be just terrible. And all of his comments suck. And he did that. And he had this air about him. Like, 
I'm going to step into these conversations because I'm the host. I'm the host. Like you have no place, sir. And and I do feel like, and again, we're jumping around a little bit, but whatever. When he is eavesdropping on Austin and Craig talking about Naomi hooking up with him, he was, I mean, he was mad. Rightfully so. I mean, I guess I would probably get mad too. I would too be if mad I if I heard there. people talking shit about But he me. said I was sitting out here. He's like, you guys are fucking idiots. I've been out here for 15 minutes. I know. Who's got the patience? I don't. He's as sitting soon there as with I... two drinks. He brought out some beers for them. And he decided, like, let me listen to this. The editing obviously goes into effect. But it didn't look like they were talking for 15 minutes. If I heard my name, I would wait to hear that sentence. And I would kick the door down. Yeah. And be like, what did you say? Yeah. <laughs> I'm here right now. Let's talk yeah. about it. You want to figure this out? Because he, ta- he did eventually talk about it. And I mean, his thoughts were, he didn't give a shit. Like, I get that Craig just said, your life doesn't, or you don't affect me anymore. But they dated for five years. Like, Craig even said it. Like, yeah, the, the bro code gets a little weird and like nuanced. But we dated for like five years. Mm-hmm. Charleston's small. So, like, I know that these things are going to happen, but like, not with Whitney. No, not with Whitney. And, like, does he feel a little scorned? Yeah, clearly. Mm-hmm. Like, he clearly cares a little bit. And, like, sure, I would understand it rubbing in the wrong way. Yeah. Does he handle it exceptionally well? No. Ooh. Does he, like, oh, you think he handled it really bad? Yeah. Oh, I fucking, oh, mm-hmm. we're going to disagree here. Oh, man. Um, well, let's dive right into it. I mean, in between that, like, all we see is them kind of, like, fucking around at all brass, like, the only thing I need to comment on there is he's got like, he's putting people in the same cabin and like the same rooms together. I thought he, I thought it was pretty well laid out. It too. was uh, obviously the Naomi thing. That's aside, what I'm talking about. But I thought that the groupings were, no, the groupings really were thought fun. it through and I thought it yeah, was good. They yeah. made sense. And like, there's no issues there. The funny thing is he's sticking people together when there's like three empty bedrooms that he reserved for Naomi to choose. Yeah. Yeah. Like you're doing too much, buddy. Mm-hmm. Back off. Like it's creepy. And yeah, like, he even did like the piece de resistance, but like he did it in the most annoying French accent. Ah, uh, he always like, does. Ah, that. you suck. Yeah, he does suck. But they're at dinner. Everyone's a little tuned up. You can tell everyone's a little tipsy or a lot of tipsy. Um, and Shep begins this whole altercation with a comment that leads with if you don't agree or if you don't like this, you can tell me to shut the fuck up. Which nothing good ever comes after that sentence. No. So he says to Craig, like, I think that it bugs you that we know who you were eight years ago. And I think that you prefer to be around people that don't know the old Craig. And it leads into this whole conversation about how Craig has distanced himself intentionally to better his life, to pull himself away from the negativity. Mm-hmm. And then we get the reactions of the group, which I thought were insane. I thought that everything Craig said was correct. I thought that it was incredible self-awareness to kind of pull yourself away from a group that you're very close with to be like, look, you're not good for me right now. Like, I need to get my shit together and you guys don't help because you constantly drag me down. And Shep brings up the whole, like, I know it's always bugged you, like status in Charleston and like that's always been on your mind. and. Then Whitney chimes in out of fucking nowhere and like Whitney back the fuck up. Yeah, well, I, I will say if this happened and then the whole Whitney and Naomi thing didn't happen, I don't, I don't really think that this conversation would have taken place necessarily. Like maybe it would I have. Agree. I think tensions were high. Tensions I think were Craig definitely was high. Tense. I think that everybody yeah. felt it. And everybody knew within 24 hours that Whitney and Naomi had Yeah, because nobody can even kind of keep a secret. Austin's like, Austin's yeah, like, I, I, I kept it a secret. Well, 
I did tell 24 Taylor. hour policy. Well, 12 hour policy because <laughs> I, I told, told Taylor, Taylor and Shep. And I do think that it is kind of funny to like look back at the episode and have Craig just so like nicely, like not nicely, but like so easily just like cut it off and say, Naomi doesn't affect me anymore. And then to see Naomi affect him because it did happen and he was on edge. If this, if this conversation had taken place and the Naomi Whitney thing didn't happen, I think Craig would have been like, what the fuck? Like, why are we, why are we doing this right now? Like, no, not at all, but he was on edge. So he was like getting back into a corner rather easily. Whereas if this Whitney Naomi thing didn't happen, I think he would have stood his ground a little bit better. And he was like looking to Austin to defend him. And Austin was like, no dude, like, the things that you're saying right now, like, I don't really support all. But yeah, do I think that, like, Shep should be the one calling Craig out at this point at all, ever? No, I don't think so. I don't think Shep has anything going on in his life that he's in a position to call Craig out for anything. I think he's jealous. And he's, it's probably from a place of jealousy. That's the only thing that I can think of. Like, why else would he point out to Craig, like, unless he's feeling a little scorned and maybe, like, offended that Craig is spending so much time with, page and like going up to new york and back and like not really spending a whole lot of time with the boys but when this season started craig was like fuck you shep like you don't support my business you never come you never come over to the Mm -hmm. store you never ask me how everything's going so for craig to turn or for shep to turn around now and tell craig that this is how he feels makes no sense at all because it's not like he tried to support him it's not like he tried to be a good friend austin on the other hand you know like maybe stay out of it. But I think Austin was kind of on edge because he knows that Craig's on edge. And he also is waiting to hear how Olivia is going to react to this. Yeah. So everybody's kind of on edge for different reasons. Tensions are definitely high, which is why Vanita and Leva end up leaving. I thought that was such a shitty move. Well, yes, I know they were only staying for the next day and then they were leaving anyway. Yeah. But still like Leva, I get, She's got kids yeah, at home. Like, kids okay, at home. go she ahead. Vanita, like, just tough it out. This is part of the show. Do you want to sit there and listen to them argue? No. Is Especially when you yeah. were, that, that's actually a really good point because Vanita was missing in action mm-hmm. from for Olivia's party. And yeah, she went to the dog wedding, but like you already just lost a little You're bit of screen time. You're taking yourself out like, of it. Yeah. Like get involved. If you want to stay on the show, get involved and stay. I agree. You can't bounce because it's uncomfortable. And that mm-hmm. takes me back to the dinner. I, I want to talk more about everything that Craig said, I thought was 100% true. And I feel like the table got uncomfortable like Austin and Shep got defensive because I think they were realizing like when he called him out like yeah you guys fucked it up like mm-hmm. you guys are the reason and they're like no it's bullshit like all we do is support you like and you get a little clip of the night before where it's either Olivia or Taylor someone's talking to Shep and they're like you made fun of the pillows and the sewing forever and you haven't once said like all you have to do all you have to do and we'll talk about it more in episode two is say, I'm sorry. Like, yeah, Taylor I support was you. That. Yeah, yeah, like that's not hard to do. Just swallow your pride, which you shouldn't have any anyway if mm-hmm. you are Shep. But no, she your... actually, Taylor put it in the best way possible. She said, put your ego aside and don't let this affect that. Just say you're sorry because yeah. that has a very powerful meaning. 100. And I was surprised that Shep sat there and, and like took that from Taylor and then actually went out and apologized to Craig later. But I mean, Taylor's exactly correct. Like, how is this? How is your ego getting in the way of this? Of just apologizing to make him feel better. And like, all that happened after Craig said how he was feeling, and like, 
you know, Craig's an emotional guy. And mm-hmm. as an emotional guy myself, I can understand, like, he's just telling him how he's feeling. This is what this did to me. This is why I pulled back. This is why I distanced myself because you were a fucking asshole. Yep. And then that's when the eight year comment comes out. Like, they didn't know you eight years ago. And Whitney comes up. That's what Whitney did. He comes up. He goes, honestly, you're more of an asshole now. It's like, no, he just stands up for himself now. All that's different now is that Craig knows that like you guys are pieces of shit and mm-hmm. like fucked him up for a while. Like Whitney says, like we can't help ourselves to make fun of you. That's not okay. That's not a cool no. thing to do to constantly put somebody down, especially when they're hearing it from their significant other at the time. The same shit, and now it's getting reinforced by your friends. Yep. Like, on what planet do you think this guy would want to stick around and and be boys with you? And then he brings it up because you're just jealous like this is a jealousy thing you're envious whatever and Shep falls off of his chair jealous of Craig jealous of Craig there's a concept it's like motherfucker you are because you got nothing going on you're a asshole and that comes out in episode two you're not self-aware you can't even fucking apologize for being a dick all the time because your pride and ego is in the way which again the fact that you have an ego is baffling to me because you have nothing going for you yep Oh, that felt yeah, good. I mean, it, it is. Cr- that, that, I'm sure that, that did feel good because it came out. And perfect. that was, <laughs> and it's so funny because like the way that we do this and like we, you and I know how we feel about each character. And I can't help but think like when I'm watching those moments that Shep is just making a complete ass out of himself, even more so in the second episode. I'm sitting there like, oh my God, Steel's going to have a fucking field day. And rightfully so. I'm stomping around my fucking living room like, this fucking guy, are you fucking kidding me? How and do you have the balls to say this shit? Like, <laughs> And I fully agree. Like, And let me go back to talking about Craig. I think that the way that Craig handled the Naomi Whitney thing wasn't great. No, I agree The way that. that he handled himself during this, he was in the right the whole fucking time. Oh, okay. Then yeah, the we agree. The whole time. We yes. do agree. I agree that it, the Naomi thing was handled poorly because he yeah, even knocked th- on their he door He got later. rattled pretty quickly. Yeah. The knocking on the door later with the antique sword was a little... Well, he was knocking on Whitney's door, but he knew that she was in there. Yeah, like, that's he had little. to have known. But again, Naomi went back for seconds? I know. Are you fucking kidding me? No. Or thirds? Like, I, who knows? I can't Is this going to be it. a thing that we have to deal with? Like, I just can't I see the two so. of them together. And like, Patricia obviously will be ecstatic. And we'll push for it to happen. But I just can't see her being attracted to a guy like Whitney. Patricia is going to write out a contract and be like, I will pay you millions. Him, get him out of this house. Millions. No, actually, come live with us. No, no, it's definitely come live yeah. with us. And I will pay for everything in your life you marry my son. Mm-hmm. Because if it's not you, it's going to be nobody. But I will say Naomi thought she did say, I think she said it to Benita or Leva. Uh, you know, it would be different. Like, I would have never imagined, never would have thought to even go for Shep or Austin. Like, that just wouldn't fucking happen. No, and I understand that. And Whitney, I mean, they're not, like, really friends. I mean, Whitney's just kind of fucking there. He gets invited to everything, obviously. Like, he's in the show. But, like, him and Craig aren't really friends. And for Whitney to to sit there and say, like, oh, Craig, don't play the fucking victim, like, what are you talking about? He is a victim. He's he the just one, sat down yeah. and like, yes, did this, was this a little untimely for the Naomi Whitney thing? Sure. But to sit down and just have Shep be like, I think this is what's going on with you. And to even turn around and be like, look, I can see why you would think that. So I do agree that that's like a, like a thought. I'm not going to be a complete asshole until you shut the fuck up. 
but you are wrong. Yeah, you and are wrong. And that's not really what's going on if here. If you preface it with, tell me to shut the fuck up yeah. and sit there and listen when he tells you like, yeah, this is the reason why. Exactly. And like, I, obviously he's going to want to hang out with people that didn't know him back then only because you guys don't seem to know the new Craig. Like, you refuse to accept that he has made these changes, mm-hmm. that he is a different guy. And by all intents and purposes, like, he is. Like, he has he's, changed. He has success in his business that he's worked hard on. Yep, he's in a loving made, relationship with That our, these guys made fun of for years. Years. He's in a successful and happy relationship. The number one relationship on Bravo. Still. And obviously, it's a week-to-week thing, but power rankings are out again. Yep. Number one. Number one. And they just can't support him. And that's what he wants from Austin more than Shep, honestly, because like I think we all kind of recognize Shep for what Shep is. So his support doesn't really mean a whole lot, but it would still be nice to have the support from it's somebody just, who you're friends with. You know with. what? All it does, again, like you just said, it's not that it carries a lot of weight. Mm-hmm. It just shows you that one, Shep can make an adjustment to better your friendship. Like he's willing to do that for you. And two, it shows that Shep, it shows himself like, oh, this is much easier than like putting my foot in the ground and telling everyone they're fucking wrong and I'm right instead of just moving on, even if you don't mean it. And like, this can take us directly into the next episode. But like, even if you don't mean the apology, you can save a lot of time and headaches if you just bite the bullet and fucking say sorry. Like, get over yourself. But we get the aftermath of that night and everyone wakes up and they're headed to breakfast. And I thought that Shep's breakfast choice explained everything to me. He got... I thought he had an omelet. I didn't no, see he had the the spread. There was immaculate. Oh, I'm sure it, they had bacon. They had like little pastries. They had like bacon wrapped egg muffin things. Like just an incredible spread. Shep gets scrambled eggs with just a squirt of ketchup on the top. Now, I have no issue with eggs and ketchup. Yeah. That's not my problem. My problem is. This clearly paints the picture of a spoiled brat who eats whatever, like only eats what he well, wants. Well, he did the same thing in the dinner the night before. Yeah. He was like, I don't want like the mustard on it. I don't want a little bit of this. Like, can we just make this plain for me? Right. And like, everybody's like rolling their eyes like at him. Like you cater to Shep because he's been catered to his entire life. And you have a little boy breakfast for a fucking little boy. Well, two things happened. Well, that happened, obviously. I thought that was ridiculous. Because I was looking and I was salivating. I was hungry on the ride home. I was starving and I saw a fucking... And like, I'm sure other people maybe didn't notice that. But like my... That's immediately where I like went to. I was like, you gotta be kidding me. This motherfucker is having just eggs with ketchup on top. And I didn't even know... uh, I was driving being a responsible driver. (laughs) I apologize if you were on, you know, 76 or the AC Expressway uh, Friday morning or Friday afternoon around noon. Um, You know, I was watching Southern Charm. Fuck off. But um, (laughs) I didn't actually see the spread. I just, you know, kind of heard the music and them talking. And my fiance looked over and she was like, that's, oh man, look at that spread. That's delicious. And I looked down and I saw some, exactly yeah. what we were just descri- describing. I was starving. I'm like, God damn, that's good. Chef's going to get some scrambled eggs. But at the same time, then Whitney walks in and goes, oh, are you just like over here just getting food already? Yeah. What? Like what? Do we need you to fucking yeah. get this? Again, this isn't your house. No, you have no you more You invited claim. us as a guest of a guest. Yes. You have no more claim to this place than any of us. You Especially too are a guest. We know, and like, like I'll give this to Shep. Like, Shep is wealthy and from like a nice family. He's been to places like this before, and you can see it with Marcy and John. They're just like, oh yeah, let's get the fuck out of this. Like, what did they? Austin, no, Austin's the one that said it. He was like, this is the perfect decor for Whitney. 
70, oh, yeah. 70s porno. Yeah. And nail on the head. And I was like, that's it. Like, well, that, I think he looks like a 70s porno director. Marcy and John said, let's get like the chaos on the creek or something like that. Mm-hmm. Like, let's get the hell out of here. Like, you never saw them fawn over things. So, like, Whitney wants people to just fawn over it and then give him all the credit. Yeah. And, like, and to, for him to walk in and be like, oh, you're eating already? Like, what do we have to wait for you? Yeah. Sorry, to sir. To come in, like, you disappeared the night before with Naomi. And we all thought that was weird. We never thought that would happen a second oh, time, but here we God. are. And you m- were missing in action last night while we were having fun at this place that you invited us to. Thank you. What do you want us to do? Yeah. Sit around and wait for you so we can eat breakfast? I'm hungry. Fuck that. Get the and hell out of here. Then, I mean, Austin's in there already. He's having himself a screwdriver. Um, everyone's starting to booze early. And Craig walks in, and immediately they're back at it. Like, how the night before went and you know austin had called him like a psycho and he was crazy and like he gaslit the shit out of him yeah he did and like i love marcy's husband john yeah because he walked in and i think he's one of us because he walked in and goes okay and like turns around and walks out the yep. door and i was like that's me like he I'm already not said he's like i'm ready to roll i had five coffees like, yeah what are we doing like let's go and like i've resonated more with him i think because yeah. he's just like an innocent bystander that's looking on and being like, Oh, you guys are all nuts. Mm-hmm. Like I'm just going to play nice and I'm going to like save face. But like, as soon as we get in the car, I'm shitting on all of you. We start to dive into all the drama that unfolds throughout the day. And we've got a lot to tackle. We got shit between Austin and Olivia. We got Austin and Craig, we got Naomi, Craig and Whitney. And like all this stuff starts coming to light. And you think that's going to be the main focus. Not even close, because we go out for, as Whitney calls, let's go play some pedestrian games. Like, fuck you. But they go out for an egg toss, which if you're like at this outdoorsy type place and like everyone's, you know, there's kind of a camp vibe to it. Yeah, and they did like the ATVs and the horseback yeah, you know, that whole thing, before, which is fine. Like, yes, an egg toss makes total sense. It's like a camp activity. And if you tell me right now you're ever too old, too cool, or too elevated for a fucking egg toss, we will never be friends, and I probably will hate you. No, he sat on the the bench, the swinging bench. And acted like he was on his phone doing something important. Yep. Like, what do you have to do? Yeah. Fucking what nothing. What emails do you have to answer? And then he, <laughs> then he goes... I just like, why aren't we on the tennis courts? I just think we should be doing something more elevated. And like, I'm not going to play. And Craig's like, come on, dude, like just have an egg toss with yeah. me because Craig has no other friends at the moment, unfortunately, because they're all dicks. But he's like, have an egg toss. He's like, no, no, like just like spits on the idea. And it was infuriating. But we see everyone, you know, having fun, having an egg toss. Like you can still, without a doubt, feel the tension amongst the group. Like even as they're laughing and tossing these eggs, you're like, oh, there's still like a lot boiling here. Mm-hmm. Again, it gets completely negated because Shep drops the egg and then Taylor tries to stomp on it. Like, oh, you're out. So little, so benign, not a thing. There's probably plenty of eggs. Yeah. Like you have a full kitchen stack. Just say bro. my egg didn't actually break. Yeah. Go get be a like, new oh, one. No man. one's going to bitch. Explain the rules. Yep. Oh, shit. Like, oh, let me grab another egg. But like, that's not how it works. He fucking loses it. He's like, that's not that, that's not the game. You you fucking idiot. Like she didn't even notice he said it, mm-hmm. which is even more upsetting. But Olivia to the rescue fucking throws a dime yep. and like smokes him. him. Yeah, yeah, like rightfully so. Mm-hmm. And then he throws the egg back at her. 
And yeah. it didn't break, so it probably stung a little bit. Yeah, I think Naomi also threw an egg at him, too. And I mean, everyone like, should have thrown yeah. an egg at him. It's like, dude, Immediately. You, you cannot talk to your significant other that way. Absolutely well, and this, not. This is the saddest part is when Taylor's talking to Naomi, she goes, honestly, I didn't even hear him call me a fucking idiot. I didn't hear him say I would have called her something way worse. That was the worst part. Like, and she's just so conditioned to, and this is the saddest part, she's so conditioned to... Mm-hmm him treating her that way that she didn't even hear it. And like later when like she actually has a crowd around her that heard the deplorable things that he was saying to her, she like breaks down and starts crying because she's like, I didn't realize like, this is what I just go through on a daily basis. And like, it sucks. And people are telling her how to feel like, yeah. You shouldn't let that happen. Absolutely like it's fucking not. terrible. It, it is. And it's hard and to it's a watch. form of abuse. Yeah. I mean, Naomi points that out and it's like, for him in that moment, after the shit pops off, like even as a man child, to turn around and double down and be like, you're lucky I didn't say something worse, is like, there. that's literally the worst possible thing he could mm-hmm. have said in that moment, other than, fuck you, go fuck yourself. Yeah. Like, that, it was shocking to me, and he storms off. She goes and like starts talking to Naomi. And we get everything kind of like breaking down. You start having these groups of people in different spots trying to like talk about it and figure out what the fuck just happened. And of course, the host, host with the most, Whitney decides to get involved and he goes in and tries to like smooth it over. He's like, you know how he is. Like, that's just Shep. It's like, that is no longer an excuse when someone's treating somebody this way in front of your friends. Like, I would be mortified, mortified if I not like was involved directly in that, but just like saw that. Like if someone put down their significant other in front of people like that, it's so degrading. Like I couldn't, I felt awful for Taylor. And yeah, then it for really Whitney just to- like, honestly runs the whole trip. Like whatever this trip was, 24 hours, 36 hours, just completely runs it into the ground. Immediately like Vanita and Leva look smart. They like, look like geniuses. At this I know point. that it's a show and like you want to be, present on the show but you you don't want to be part of this like get the hell out of here like because i would have lost my mind like same as you and you have all this going on and then it's just like all right like the issue with naomi and whitney kind of takes a backseat the issue with olivia and austin backseat austin and craig even though i mean we'll get to that and it's so fucking funny i love that um that takes a backseat and it's just like look at this like people are trying to talk to shep the whole time like dude like what are you doing and he's just like only answering for himself. He's like, this is how I am. Like, I, I, what did she's he say? She's my like, competitor. Yeah, she's, she's my, my competitor. competitor. She's fucking, not my, my said, girlfriend in that moment. She's my competitor said, and I'm going to beat her. This, this is just the pussification of America going ah, again. Dude. Like, dude. He's walking away and he goes, I won. I won. Oh, it's like, God. are you that much of a fucking kid that you have to like yes. declare I won? No one cares. It's fucking egg toss. Whitney's too good to even play it. Yeah. Like, and then... We get a fucking moment where Whitney, Whitney goes up to Shep when they're playing basketball and he's like, you should really go talk to Taylor. And he's like, so against it. He's like, I'm not wrong. I'm not apologizing. I don't apologize. That's not me. Whitney, fucking Whitney, who should never give any advice to anybody ever, especially when it comes to relationships, is telling you to go talk to your girlfriend. Now, if you are above the age of 30, and that's a grace period. Like, I would say even 25. Yeah. If this happens, 
with your girlfriend of an extended period of time. You should not have to have anybody, let alone motherfucking Whitney, come up to you and tell you, hey, you need to go handle this and like fix it. Even if you, everyone's saying to him, Naomi and Shep have that conversation where Shep is being awful and yep. like putting it all on everybody else. Like, this is me. If you don't like it, then like, don't date me pretty much. Like, he's that easy to be like, then go away. I don't need you. And, and that, like, honestly, like I, we talked about this last week. Like the theory could be that he's doing all of these things because he wants her to break up with him I because he's so afraid of the it. commitment. And I mean, since we started looking at it in that light, that's all I can see it as like he, the things that he does and how unapologetic he is it looks more and more like he's just trying everything to get out of to it, to get her to, and not only to get out of it, like, cause he can easily get out of it, just end it. Yeah. But he, but wants- he doesn't want it to end like that. He wants to be the victim. He wants to be the one that gets broken up with so that he can say, look, like I love Taylor. And like Taylor was, he even says it during the apology, you know, she's so great for me because of, you know, she knows who I am and she knows what I need, but she also is like trying to raise me up in the right way. Mm-hmm. And it just didn't work out. Like she just couldn't do it anymore. So she just broke up with him. And like, I guess, you know, I guess I'm just damaged goods and that's how it is. I think that's what he wants. He would love to be able to explain it off that way. I, Absolutely. I 100% I agree. just did that right there. And you know, in the coming weeks when this happens, if you hear him say that, I don't, he didn't even get it from me. <laughs> I just fucking, I just said what he's going to say. No it's so dumbass. easy to spot it. It's just so easy to spot like what he's going to say at all times because it is what it is. Like this is who he is. And poor Taylor, like, is so emotionally She's abused distraught at this point. by him at this point with all of the shit that he's done and all the things that have happened behind her back that she doesn't even know about. And I feel so bad for her, but, like, I'm worried that at some point I'm not really going to feel bad anymore because, like, just you should have broken up with them. Like, I agree. I mean, you should have broke. I, obviously, I feel bad because... Mm-hmm. And I think I will continue to because I think she's just conditioned at this point. Like she falls for the apology. She falls for like the loving moments. And I want to get to that. I want to quickly touch on though my favorite scene since I think I've watched Southern Charm. And that was the bromance moment between Austin and Craig where it's like they even, the editors even put like a little like sappy song behind it. It was just a melody. It was like a small, like romantic song. Like Craig's like, are we doing this again? And Austin's like, I don't want to do this again. And Craig's like, look, man, you know, I love you. And like goes on to say like, yeah, we do this. We go back and forth. And like, I just wanted you to have my back because I care about you. And like, it really hurt my feelings because like, I thought we were good. And then now my best friend is going against me again. Austin comes back and is very unapologetic. And like that bugged me a little bit, but at the same time, like, Tensions are still really high. He mm-hmm. hasn't yet had his conversation, I don't think, with Olivia. But like they, they do reach a common ground with like this cycle well, needs to Craig end. Well, Craig said, I, wait, was it Craig or Austin who said, you know, I woke up and like you oh, weren't there. Craig, goes, Craig was like, I, you, I woke up and you weren't there. And I hated and the I, idea of you going to breakfast without yeah. me. <laughs> and I was like, oh my God. And I like, I was cracking up. Like, I love Dying it. laughing. Like I thought it was so funny. And then they both said, you know, I love you. And Craig was like, can I, can we, should we just hug? Like, should we hug? And, and Austin, Austin was like not covered in eggs. Austin wasn't quick to hug him, but no, I don't think the wasn't. egg, I don't think he was because of the egg. I didn't think it was either, but I think I mean, he's a little, you know, it's like in a relationship mm-hmm. where there's some back and forth. You get to a point where it's like, this is a cycle. Yeah. This is cyclical. Like we need to break this. And like to Craig's 
credit. Like he did say like this cycle needs to end and yeah. Austin agreed. The most important thing is the boys are back together. Like yeah, they the seem to squash together. it. There is definitely still some tension there, but I think it's the kind of tension that just goes away with trust and time. Yeah. Um, not so much something that needs to be addressed again. I think it's no. just now like, Hey, let's stop fucking doing this. And like the coming weeks will tell, but like, let's knock it off. Yeah. But that takes us into, um, we get the Olivia conversation finally. And like, we've known that they've been dating. So we had to see them come together at some point. Now, Austin, he felt some type of way about Olivia bringing a date to the dog wedding while she was just following his lead. You know, he said, do that. Sierra was in town the same night. So he goes out with Sierra and they definitely hooked up, like without a doubt, because when she questions him, she's, he doesn't even address it. He talks about how he felt with her bringing a date. And he's mm -hmm. like, you know, it made me realize, like, I want to be with you. I want to date you, period. And he wanted that to be the end of the oh, conversation. Oh, yeah. He dug himself such yeah, a hole. Yeah, I know. Like, and she's but, like, well, what did you do that night? And well, I, I, here's I, the thing with that is he needs to be fucking smart. Like, how quickly did everybody find out that Naomi and Whitney hooked up? Do you think that everybody didn't also find out that you hooked up with Sierra that night? That was my thing. Like, like it, have some wherewithal. Like, you found it out and you talked about the 12-hour policy, blah, blah, blah. Gotta know, she probably knows that you dude, did something with Sierra. You can do yourself such a favor right mm -hmm. there and just be the one to say it. Be like, yep. look, because of my past experiences, and I know I need to get beyond them, but because of my past experiences, we used to go tit for tat. I'm used to retaliation when there is a disagreement. So here, I, I don't know if I would do that because... You don't they already have such an issue with the Madison stuff. With the Madison stuff, maybe you just don't bring that into it and just say, "Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. Like it kind of pissed me off that you know we went to, uh, you know, a dog wedding, but like we went to an event and I was happy to see you, and it like kind of fucked with me when you showed up with another guy. Yeah, so like, I, was petty I did and... say like you know I want to move slow. I don't want to tell you not to date other people. Like if you want to talk to other people, that's fine. Like we don't want to define this yet. I mean, Craig and Paige did the same thing and they had success. So if you want to come at that approach, I think and it do was that, different though. Cause with each other, I think that they were a little more forward. Like yeah, that they, they were. were into it. They were just very clear about like, look, when we're not together, we kind of do our own thing. Right. But, yeah. but the page or page, the Olivia and Austin thing, like, and we didn't see it the first time, but like we did go back and see that he did tell her like, go date other people. That doesn't mean bringing the date to an event no, that I'm going to be at. That means, you know, go have fun. And if this works out, it works out. That's great. But, but if just, we're going to see each other, you know, maybe don't bring a date. I agree. But that she was just playing a dangerous game. Yes. And that's where she well, Marcy was the engineer. Of right. The and game. she was the one that was kind of putting it all into play because mm -hmm. she's like, I'm going to show Austin like what he's missing out on, which is exactly what happened. And it did. And, and it worked to perfection. Yep. Austin just had a misstep because he decided to go out with Sierra that night and hook up. Yeah. I do think that Olivia handled it very well because look, is that going to sting a little bit? Yeah, for sure. Like he yeah. left there and went out with somebody else. And, and she like, gave him the opportunity to come clean. And he should have, he yes. really should have, but he should have also just seen the writing on the wall there. I know the way that she was asking. Yeah. He should have just been like, all right, but it, he kept going. But he even says like, well, why don't you just say it? Like, he wants it to be out there, but he doesn't want to be the one to say it just in case mm -hmm. she doesn't know. But like, she's like, how long did you think like I would go without knowing about that? And he's like, I, I, and he literally stutters for 10 yeah. seconds. And she starts talking or he goes and like starts talking again. Yeah. 
And back to like the beginning of this conversation, he would have gotten so many brownie points if he had just come clean instantly. But yep. instead, he takes this other route. Now, she handles it really well because she recognizes that it was fucked up what he did. And I actually agree. I think it was, you know, not grounds for like a tumultuous fight after the fact. But I do think that like it was a dumb move on Austin's part. Like sure. you should have he should have known what was happening. Like he should have seen like, okay, I think this is a test. I think that was kind of obvious. It was definitely a test. Oh, I mean, clearly yeah. it was, but I think he should have recognized that now where she falls short is like, she's like, had you come up to me and told me how you felt like, look, no dude is going to walk up to you in that scenario and be like, I need to talk to you and like tell you in that moment at no. the party, like I want to be with you because that guy's still going to be there after the fact. And yeah. like, it's not even to like be a dick to that guy. Like, I don't know the guy. Like, he's not involved in this at all. This is between you and I. Like, why would I bring it up then and cause a scene in front of everybody and this random dude I don't know just to like tell you how I'm feeling? Like, save that for later. Now, Austin should have done that after the fact. Like, hey, I didn't like that. I want to be with you. I understand what was going on. Like, let's do this instead of going out and banging Sierra that night. Yeah. Yeah. Like that was where he fell short. Now they clean it up really well because they both talk it out. They've both kind of done something wrong ish. I mean, they weren't dating, but like they, they were both testing the waters and mm -hmm. they both realized like, yes, let's do this. Let's just be open, honest and tell each other everything. And we finally see like now they're official. We get yes. the, the Facebook official, Olivia and Austin. And I'm actually, I'm happy about it. I think that they fit well because Austin does do some bullshit. Olivia's not going to be afraid to call him out on that bullshit. And I think that that's probably why they're still together today. I now, think do you this think th this is the question that I had at the end of it? Was that them like agreeing to start dating? I think so. See, I don't know. I think it was more. Let's, let's see where this goes. Just kind of see how this goes. But in mm. the meantime, let's not like see other people. Let, yeah, let's not necessarily see other people, but like let's be more upfront about our feelings and like just talk about it. Because I, I saw it as also like sort of like a friendly thing. Like, Let's not play these games behind each other's backs. Let's not like harbor feelings if we're feeling something inside. See, I don't really think that they're officially dating. Oh, in this moment, I mean, they are now, obviously, in you know current time. But in this episode, I don't think that that was. Now, I might be wrong. You're maybe, wrong. I'm right. I win. Maybe next week. Now, I mean, it is. We're not used to doing this, but you know, maybe next week. We've got, you know, a whole week to wait and figure this out and see how it goes. Oh, uh, we can be sleuths. So, yeah. We are journalists. We'll see how this goes. We are, at the end of the day, journalists. Yeah. We are Bravo journalists. Yeah. But, I mean, overall, I think, you know, everything kind of worked out for us. We had two episodes of Southern Charm mm -hmm. here. It was easy to kind of put them both together because really it was the same story. It was like line. a mega episode. It was a yeah. mega pint, if you now, will. I, there was one thing that happened in the first episode. I think we've seen of last of schleb oh you don't think he's coming back i think he walked out that door and he's gone oh no he's coming back you think so yeah you gotta Do he's you know gotta that? come back i don't know that for sure no they broke up that's i know they broke up but yeah. he's still like he has to be on some kind of contract regardless as a friend of or something where either they pay him out for the rest of the season he doesn't come back or he comes back and they you got to dive into that more with how he's feeling i would like to see single schleb no i don't really care Really? Yeah, I Honestly, think I that, want to like, dive into Schleb a little bit we more. We kind of did a little bit. I just I'm thinking about like because they probably have things filmed, right? Mm -hmm. And then they do the audience test to see like do people care about Caleb? Do people care about Catherine and Caleb? I'd rather single Catherine 
get out there. Like I would have loved to have seen her on this trip. I, I think missed she her there, honestly. Yeah, I, I think, think she, she would have brought a different dynamic and probably she would have defended I, I, Craig. I think right? she would have defended Craig. Yeah, and yeah. I, I would have liked to see her get amped up because Craig, when he gets amped up, he gets kind of where he backs off and like yeah. he's like, you know what, fuck this, I'm out because he's he doesn't want that kind of no. negative energy. And, and he's and like, she's where Catherine little... is gonna go fucking head first and be like, yeah. time out. I would have loved to see somebody stand up for Craig in that moment because nobody else was, but everyone was on the same side against Craig. Seemingly, mm-hmm. like even. When they're talking about it and like Whitney says like you're just really sensitive and Lev is like, see what he said there? Like you're like he just like yeah, they didn't like know Catherine, you were so sensitive. It's like, well, that puts it on him again. Well, there's also so there's no love loss between Catherine and Patricia. So I guess by denomination, Whitney as well, and Naomi. Right. So I'd love to see her feelings on that. If she was up there and they were doing that, I would love her little side comments and her stirring some shit. And having that like new energy because like she even said it herself, I should have never started back up with Caleb. Like this didn't make any sense. No, it didn't. Um, I don't either. trust him. It it's not gonna work. So I do. I honestly do think that Caleb's done. I don't think we're gonna see him again. For oh, the rest interesting of the take. Interesting. Um, take. That brings us to shooter's favorite. We got questions, and we got a lot of questions because we got a lot of new followers on Instagram. So. Thank you all for the questions. Let's dive into it. Um, first and foremost, Maggie with like a million G's um, <laughs> is the one that pointed out that Craig gave us the shout out on the net chicks. Oh, so thanks, Maggie. Thank you, Maggie, for that. Um, but moving on from Lunkrer. <laughs> Fuck, these, the handles are hard to say. Steel versus Instagram names, round four. <laughs> Lunkrer. Will you guys be recapping uh, Salt Lake City when it airs? Yes. I think so, yeah. Yeah, definitely. I love Salt Lake. Yeah. I know you're not that deep into Salt Lake. I haven't but... watched any Salt Lake. Oh, man. Do yeah. yourself a favor. Salt Lake and Potomac, I'm excited for because... Potomac's number one on my list, for yeah. sure. And there's been a lot of people asking for Atlanta, and I promise you we were doing Atlanta next season. Atlanta's... Yeah, Atlanta season had already started when we started. Yeah, so, so we... it didn't make a whole lot of sense. No, we were going to do two shows, um, and Dubai was premiering, and we were hoping for big things for Dubai, so we picked that one instead. That was our fault. We missed the mark, because I guess yeah, Atlanta I... was like lit this season so i still think we should keep an eye on the uh the reunion for dubai yeah we'll we'll check into the reunion for sure but um this is a good way to like kind of preface what what to expect moving forward we're going to be big on potomac for sure Mm -hmm. that's going to be one of our main ones um atlanta next year and yes definitely salt lake city in some capacity because i love salt lake we'll see how shooter feels about it before we fully commit but I hope we go further into that because that's one of my faves. Ooh, from MStrain717. I like this question. Should Paige and Craig get a spinoff? Well, that question actually relates back to, we talked about it a couple weeks ago when we weren't on board with Paige and Craig. There were talks of a spinoff. Right. Now, I'd have to see what that looks like. I'm not in the game for like just a spinoff of the two of them in their life. That kind of sounds boring. What if it was a a show that focused on their life during the filming of both franchises, nah. like back and forth. Really? I, I, I like them. I think they're, they're good and I root for their relationship, but that doesn't sound like there's enough content. There. I don't know. Well, just see the dynamics play out. Like they would literally be the conjoined. Fuck. What's the, uh, I can't think of the word. <laughs> I, just, I, I think it would just be redundant because we might already be. know what happened on summer house. We already know what happened on Southern charm. 
to just see their reaction to it would be there's not enough there. I don't like, know. I need new content. I don't know. I think I disagree. I think that that might be captivating for me. From Anthony Sosa underscore one. <laughs> Do you think Brandy should come back to Beverly Hills? No. You don't. You're firmly. No, out. I'm. I'm done with Ultimate Girls Trip too. That, that's I, if I ha- I mean I have to say it every week. So think of it from not an Ultimate Girls standpoint. I think no. Just a firm no. I I disagree. I think that she could add some new life just because she is unbiased. I don't think she is going to pull punches with any of the ladies to try and get in their favor. If Diana's back, one thousand percent yes. If Diana comes back, then fuck yeah, bring Brandy because Brandy will go after her without even realizing it. Yeah, that that is a good point. I think her shtick of because Sutton kind of does it too, where she does things without realizing it. But the difference Sutton is Sutton is a way better Brandy. But that, here's the difference: is Sutton's going to apologize and Sutton's going to back down a little bit, whereas Brandy will double down, triple down, quadruple down, like, and you might need that person to go up against the Fox Force Five. That's yeah, that's true. I just don't think that Brandy's smart enough to go against them. We need someone smart. But to if go you have them them okay, but if you have Brandy backed up by Sutton, backed up by Garcelle. No, I don't think the dynamic works. I think I think I would, in theory, I like the idea of Brandy, you know, going after them unknowingly and just kind of like causing shit. But I think that even though I support that, I'd still get annoyed with her because I don't think I'd be able to listen to her talk. All right, fair enough. Last question here from that Liz Life: Going to see Teresa, Dolores, and Dorinda tonight in Philly. What question should I ask? Ooh. What would you ask them? So it's Teresa, Dorinda, and who? Um, Dolores. Well, on our behalf, I want you to ask Teresa why she's so irritating. I want you to ask Dolores if she'll ever get back with Frank. And I want you to ask Dorinda why she felt the need to be the captain of the ship. No, no, no. I got a better question. Ask her if Andy told her that she needed to run Ultimate Girls Trip 2, like she was the star, or if that she took it upon herself to command all the women of Ultimate Girls Trip 2. Those are my questions for all three of them. I think you ask Teresa point blank why she didn't invite Dolores to her wedding. And I think you ask Dorinda how life on pause is. I think Ooh, somebody's going to ask that's a, that. That's a better question. Yeah. That's a better question than mine. Yeah. Um, Plus, it'll sting a little bit. Yeah, that's definitely going <laughs> to sting a little bit, yeah. That's all I got. You got anything else? No, I'm all tapped out. One more congratulations for our boy Shooter. He is engaged. Uh, you'll have a Mrs. Shooter soon. Thank you. Is she going to assume that name? Or Mrs. Magooter. Mrs. Magooter. Yeah. Oh, that has, Naturally. A, that has a nice ring to it. <laughs> Mr. and Mrs. Shooter Magooter. <laughs> if you don't think I'm going to get up at your wedding and say that on the mic at some point, you're wrong. You're assuming you're invited to the wedding. That's actually a valid point. Yeah. <laughs> if I am invited to the wedding, I'm going to say that. But that does it for us. Um, make sure you follow us um, on Instagram at brav underscore bros. Follow us on Twitter at brav underscore bros. And follow us on TikTok at brav bros. No underscore, just at brav bros. Um, Thank you guys again for a fucking great week. We are stoked to bring you the Aspen trip next week or the beginning of the Aspen trip. But um, until next time, we are out of here. We'll see you next week. Rob Bros are out. Bye.